I snapped my first shot that had a lot of balls of light all over the kitchen. And it was, was kind of like a coming out party for I finally gave a little inch or an opening here for angels to interact. What's up, what's up? Welcome to the New Age Human Podcast. We have a really cool guest today. We've uh, been chatting back and forth, and it's going to get a little woo-woo. So if you like the woo-woo, welcome. <laughs> we have Michael Andre Ford, who is an American angel intuitive. Welcome to the show, Michael. Uh, John, thanks for having me on. Great to see you again. Happy New Year to you and everyone listening. Yeah, right? It's like we're the ball's going to drop like in a couple of hours, and we're going to welcome in the year 2023. And um, I, uh, I like the idea of having you on and talking about your story as, a, as an angel intuitive. And um, there's a lot of interesting experiences. And um, stay tuned for some video footage I'm going to work to get on here where you can actually see something. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're listening, you can head over to YouTube or Rumble and, uh, or newagehuman.com and check out the actual video fo- uh, footage. Um, and um, just before we start, um, I always want to, I, I need to do this more often, but, you know, please like, share, subscribe, share it with a friend, give five stars. That's going to help um, just get more people exposed to some things that are out of the box and make people think a little bit differently. So let's get going. Um, I would love to he- let everybody hear how you got into being an angel intuitive. Uh, unless you were born and you just started seeing stuff and it was a career from there, like what got you into this? Sure. And I'll back up just for two seconds and explain yeah. what I do for folks. I just help a person tap their heart tap their pre-existing skills, whether you want to call it just basic listening, hearing, feeling, seeing, but it's full on. So you're like a total Jedi walking around out of Star Wars. Pick a favorite character if you're into all that. Um, And this is the force from Star Wars. You're connecting to stuff that's already in you, around you, call it more love, consciousness, awareness. And um, what it means, practically speaking, is a person can get any answers to any questions, all languages, all dialects, any level of detail. I don't see your questions or answers. So you're asking figures in the universe that are beyond our grasp, beyond thinking, that are unconditional love, don't want to interfere, think Star Trek 1960s, that prime directive thing. Uh, But so you have to put yourself out there. It would be like joining a sports team, but you're not sure you're going to make the team. It's going to feel like a leap of faith, but we're not talking religious or or non-religious faith. Either way, it's the distance that you have to jump or leap out of your thinking, out of what you know, out of your structure, into your heart. But you can get hugs. Hugs can become healing. You can see uh, auras, energy, um, and a lot more like mini miracles. But you can also see angels and other figures from India, Native American chiefs, etc., even your relatives, like out in your backyard standing there waving and chat with them that way. So this is a lot to allow for, a lot to take in. And here's one final kicker. I've got... Photos of angels, Plato, fairies, um, and then people who do this individually, like two sisters, and they're getting along, can do it jointly. So I'm truly off the hook. I have 90-plus testimonials. I've been doing this 10 years, a couple thousand folks, and there's some very notable uh, figures from the holistic spiritual wellness landscape who have either done testimonials or just done this, like a top figure at Austin City Limits, um, the head of the Austin Opera, and so on. So reputable folks. I like how um, we were talking and you have had situations where you um, saw 
you had not only do you see angels and people and beings, but the people that communicate with you and have sessions with you see stuff and freak out and start running around sometimes. Yes. Um, but I want to, I do want to get into that, but, um, I do apologize for not saying, well, what do you do? And then so that we can go into <laughs> it was great. how you got into it. Um, so did, did um, like, what, what made you say, you know what, I'm going to do this. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, obviously, it, it's f- a fun thing for you to do because you're in your passion. You're in your, your life path. But, like, how did you figure that out? Did you have some doubts in the beginning? Did you think you were crazy? Did, did you have some doubters that made you kind of hesitate to do this type of thing like what was i'm, I'm very curious on that on that like that sure i'm gonna grab journey to it two spray paint cans and try to hit about 20 spots there um, <laughs> i'm turning 55 in february i'm super enthusiastic um uh i had a bunch of stuff happen around 2010 and mm. so throughout my life up until then um happy-go-lucky energetic um my dad passed away in 1970 when i was two a navy fighter mm. pilot type lost off of italy no body recovered. He was buried in Arlington in 1998, front page of the Washington Post. They shut down wow. the airports, did a flyover, but it was his time to go. And my mom passed when I was turning 23. And what I've heard wow. is from angels that without those two being part of my story that way, somehow that made me better prepared to roll with this. Um, okay. I had little things happen in the 70s and 80s. Um, it's a long story, but I would call doubles before I threw them. I don't think that's a big deal one way or the other. I think anyone can do this. I think everyone has a certain vibe, whether it's art, music, athletics, but there were little things. I mean, I'll give you one little funny example. An internship at Middlebury College, maybe my sophomore year at an ad agency. The guy had done Midnight Express, the movie, advertising for it. It's a C-shaped studio above the waterfalls, if you know downtown Middlebury. And I walk in, I'm there for less than an hour, so I should have kept my mouth shut. But I, I pipe up, and I'm not really into ghosts or anything like that. But I just said to everyone, I'm like, hey, do you ever get ghosts here? And I'm not one to ever, back then, didn't see him, but I you know, kind of vaguely paid attention. Everyone stopped what they were doing. And the owner pulled me aside, and he's like, hey, did you see anything? And I'm like, well, no, it just feels like kind of the place that it would. He's like, we just had an exorcism here a week earlier. And I'm what? like, oh, my God. So there were little, little, little things, um, nothing major. But I was flash forward to the 90s, got out of college a year, uh, six months with the Nantucket Police Department, two years on a Wall Street job. And then I went into public relations for 16, 17 years, um, was really good at that. Put people, business press, front page of the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, CNN, back Fortune, you know, Forbes and so on, back when the media was totally normal. Hmm. Uh, I peaked out at CEO pay, like big CEO pay, working for a billion-dollar law firm. I personally did 1,100 media interviews in a single year. It was the time of Lehman Brothers, so that was like 2009. And mm-hmm. just after that, 2009, 2010, there were three stealth layoffs. Everyone thought they were going out of business. I can understand this. Um, 72 of us got an hour's notice, so that was a bit of a shock. Whoa. And I had bought a home in Austin, Texas. So here I was in New York for almost 20 years and I moved to Texas uh, to the house I'd already bought. I was visiting, no game plan, and stuff started to happen. And I had little other things like a relationship thing happen, but it was enough to pop one out of thinking. You'll know mm. this or be familiar with it if you've had an incident with a shark or a health crisis or a car wreck or just something that took you off your path the way you expected it to be. And so I started seeing, hearing, and feeling. And um, I'm like the slowest person in the room. Like you're a better 
intuitive than I am in a way. I'm fast at helping others open up. But on the learning uptake front, it can take me two years to do what you just did in 10 seconds, you know, last week or something. So what mm. I'm trying to say is I reacted in a panic when I started seeing. And I grabbed a sure shot <laughs> camera, you know, like out of those tennis ads and started clicking away. And I used to hand the camera to folks. And I've got, I don't know if I have 10,000, 7,000 photos, whatever, but I only need 50 to 60 to get the job done. I've got photos of angels, fairies, daytime, nighttime, indoors, outdoors. If you were playing ball with a dog in the backyard and you only saw a couple of balls of light way out, 10 minutes of laughing if you're having a good time with your dog and your dog's a good fetcher, um, it's like snowflakes all over. I mean, wow. like literally all over and everyone's come in. We'll just say angels have come in to partake in the joy of that moment. Uh, concert. I have a great concert shot all over my social media and my website. That's just a million balls of light. That's and I'll find insane. that when you, when you talk right now. <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, I hope my camera picks it up or, you know, um, that's interesting to, and I, I do, um, I do have conversations. I have seen videos. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wow. So if you're listening, I'll describe what, what's going on. So Michael is showing me a, uh, like a, a paused video or a photo of like a bunch of people in a crowd and above them, it looks like it's snowing, but it's not snowing. It's just nighttime. And those are all orbs. That's a lot of orbs. And angels too. Like they're all angels and it's not raining and it's not humidity. And it was the vibe. And I, I did ask the big picture question, so did others. If everyone had a sure shot camera and had shot at that moment, would everyone have gotten the shot? The answer was either one third or two thirds. You'd have to be here. And you'd, so I'm pointing to my heart. You'd have to mm -hmm. be in the zone and allowing for it or inviting it in. You and everybody you must have been of, allowing that because that was yeah. insane. Well, concerts, you're happy. And that's, think about when you put your hand up in the air. For what, what reason are you putting your hand up in the air? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, people people know what to do without knowing what to do. <laughs> you said it perfectly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, perfectly strange and <laughs> wow. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. Austin and that stuff starts happening. And, you know, taking photos was one way of sort of just having a security blanket and trying to handle it. You know, first thing you do is instead of just rolling with stuff, we're human. We want to control and interpret it. We want to judge it. We want to go grab everyone else instead of just being at peace and mm -hmm. listening and allowing. And it was so it's a really beautiful thing. It's love coming in. It's the I would say that the universe, the fabric of love is the fabric of the universe. Um, went a little dyslexic there, but love is the fabric of the universe. This is just love coming in. There's no interference. So somehow I invited this in as part of my path in the future. And I literally help people calm down, drop to their heart, let go to have that experience. Mm. Very important in other countries, cultures, Machu Picchu, people travel the world and do seeking or do the ashram. Did I say it right? Ashram for 10 years. Um, this comes to you. So you don't have to do India. India literally comes to you or Tibet or Wow. Thailand. Yeah. And so in your story, you're in Texas. Um, were you laid off and in Texas in your new home having these experiences because like everything hit at once and then it just kind of opened up that doorway to see everything and, and be in communication with what's usually there. And then you were able to, I guess, digest it turn it into something that's more positive where you can help other people have that experience? Was it more like, I don't want to be the only one that experiences this because this is just insane. Like, where did you start getting your answers from? Uh, part of it was for me to learn 
to accept that this was even a possibility. I had moved 25 to 42, 43 times on the East Coast, mostly I'm from the East Coast, up wow. and down from Florida, Mid-Atlantic, Nantucket, went to high school at Andover outside of Boston, did a year in Paris, um, blah, blah, blah. But um, I never viewed my space as my own. Stick your elbows out and say, I come first in my space. So that was a mm. foreign concept. That was one of the early lessons I had to learn. So I did a survey says of everyone around me, like if you're 22 to 70 years old and everyone was like, yeah, my house, my apartment, where I live, I come first. My house had bare walls. I didn't cook in it enough, not enough greenery. I didn't do plants. Um, I wouldn't say I killed plants, but I got a green thumb. I started cooking more. I got an assistance from kind of like a shaman person who just taught me some basics. Like, hey man, throw beautiful stuff up, stuff that you think's beautiful art up on your walls. I started taking and growing flowers and I started taking flower photos. I got help mm. from an angel with that, but I have those on the walls all over the place. That's my flower I grew, sunflower, and shot the photo. I even have a book of flowers Wait, photography so out at Amazon. How did you get help from an angel to take flower photos like how do they how do you, help you how do you get help in the middle of a tennis tournament first of all there are some miraculous moments you're playing golf you had the most amazing day your swing was at its best no shanking the ball odds are your cheerleading squad is firmly behind you think of a hollywood movie where an angel or your relative uncle joe has their hand on your shoulder the whole mm -hmm. time like a Cary Grant movie, The Bishop's Wife, 1947. So you're getting help all the time whether you want to acknowledge it or not, and that's totally cool. Everyone's good where they're at, and I personally wouldn't want to tell a single person a single thing that would change one of their thoughts. I do think, though, if we go big picture, if you take 8 billion people, I think you and I were the ones that acknowledged it's 8 billion now. Take 8 billion people times, what is it, 40 trillion thought forms at any given time. If you take 40 trillion thought forms and we get an AI computer, the largest computer in the world, to sort through all the thoughts. I hate the New York Jets. I love the New York Jets. Those two cancel each other out. We know maybe those are just thoughts that we can toss. We could wipe out 38 trillion of those thoughts. A good 5% are, are loving, creative. You're actually in your heart, so we won't count that 5%. as thinking. Yeah, 10%, I don't know, 20% of those thoughts. But if your thinking is positive in any way, mm -hmm. it's part of your heart. And so I would count it as nothing above the neck. It's either neutral or a waste of energy generally. Either you're mm -hmm. doing or you're not doing. Let's do Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. Trying is thinking. It's, it's generally, and mm -hmm. until a person figures this out, there's awareness, love, the fluffy, touchy-feely stuff, unicorns, rainbows, whatever you want to do. But I'd call it awareness, the Jedi thing, um, good business sense, good athletic sense, being in the zone, pointing at my heart again. And then everything up top, generally, if it's words, it can't grasp what we're talking about. Even I love you, if you're not truly vibing it, isn't I love you. So a lot of stuff goes on up here, and that's the Plato's Cave thing. We're lost up in the brain all the time. I'm not, again, everyone's good where they are. You think it's completely real. I thought it was real. I've never regretted uh, much in life at all. I mean, you live and you think you're doing a great job, so keep living. Do it enthusiastically. And if you never wanted to talk to angels, just uh, one-way it, which is what we're already doing. Send out a request. Be more mindful, though, of your negativity. If you can cut that down 10%, you're going to be a rock star. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's so, the fail safe fallback for the listeners. Like, whoa, I'm not even sure I can handle the concept that there could be beings who are unconditional, true unconditional love beyond the burden of thinking and that what? are here to help. So you mentioned, so that's a, to run back in your story, you got exposure to the angels, to the beings, you saw them, 
they started communicating with you. You started to kind of change your lifestyle around a little bit. You brought more life. You settled in a little bit more to this this idea of your home. And it seems like that started bringing and intensifying the experiences because you weren't jumping around. You were more centered in your soul and your being, which is interesting because I know a lot of people that tend to not be centered, being myself working on that as well. I haven't moved around nearly as much as you. So you have the extreme of both worlds moving for like 42 times to nothing at all. I can imagine the background, your subconscious, your body, your emotions, just thinking, what's the next step? Like, I'm not going to be present. Why should I, you know, and having that, I'm, I'm sure that's huge and triggering. And then now you have everything coming in and now you're on this path of helping everybody else get those experiences because I can only imagine what it's like to have that as one of the many constants of your life by having these interesting communication um, situations and visuals like you just showed earlier. Um, that's freaking cool. And you've heard maybe or sometimes people hear about uh, different cultural things that happen as a medicine man or a shaman or whoever, but kahunas, kapunas in Hawaii, they talk about you know, some of them say that, hey, I've been woken up for 20 years at 3.30 in the morning by the spirits or their amakua or whatever. Culturally speaking, that type of a story. I was getting woken up, and this is part of a learning lesson or lesson just to start paying attention better. But I'm like to throw myself under the bus. I was such a slow student. I'd roll back over in bed and purposely ignore it, and you couldn't <laughs> escape it for too long. My cat, I had an orange cat named Macy, was a better student. She'd hop down from the master bed, master bedroom, head to the living room, and, you know, I don't know. She's probably communing with them much faster, but I can tell you a quick one. I had the, I'm really bad at dreams. Same thing with when we show the video later, the 44 second clip. Um, I have a completely different impression of what happened. I'm in the middle of recording an hour and 26 minutes yesterday and something happened. Um, but here I am sleeping and I had a very vivid dream. So that's like once every 10 years. Um, and I'm in a Charles Dickens or Harry Potter setting in London and it's a street um, I don't know if it was 1800s dress, but it was definitely that old school. There must have been snow and cute and quaint. But I go into a bookstore, and for some reason, I'm asking every single person up front, are they the store owner? And everyone's like, no, further back. So I'm asking every person. And finally, I get back to a desk further back, old school phone, you know, the old, old school 1900 phone. And there's a mm. beautiful woman at the desk. She's on the phone. She's kind of like, wait a second. When she gets off, she just says to me, see you at the party in a second. Or I'll see you at the party, yeah, in a little bit. And then that's it. I woke up. I go to my living room on this one, and I took the camera, and I snapped my first shot that had a lot of balls of light all over the kitchen. And it was, was kind of like a coming out party for I finally gave a little inch or an opening here for angels to interact. Picture, picture you're the angel. Picture you're trying to reach you. And mm -hmm. how are you going to do it? We're so busy during the day. Video games, TV, being busy and consumed by work, the iPhone, driving, mm -hmm. thinking we're late, thinking we're lacking this, lacking that. Um, there are very few gaps, but you're getting permanent, unconditional love like, like the sun, except instead of it ever going down and there being nighttime, it's 24-7 love radiating and coming from within. But think about how cut off we are from that. If that's true... Think about how little of that that we appreciate, how little of that we experience because we're busy, especially in a big city, big career, rushing around, or you're in a pickle. You're stuck. Yeah. So that's a constant. And the only thing that takes you away from that amazingness, and you're, think about when you were 14, 
the world was your oyster or you were 25, or the person who remembers how life was great from 30 to 35 years of age, you never lost a step. This isn't about gaining or losing anything. You've got it all right now. So move past seeing the negative is what angels say. And I love that. It's more of pulling a, I think this is so cliche, but a little thin veil Mm -hmm. off your eyes and just pumping the brakes on how fast you're moving, slowing down to be in the moment and connect to everything and being more appreciative. You know, it's interesting how rolling it back to that dream, because I'm a big dreamer and I have movies for dreams and I'm the type to wake up and I'm like, what's my name again? Okay, so I'm not... (laughs) (laughs) I have to like sit back and like, I started to uh, write a journal just so that I can like not have to think about it. Like I just want to pour it into the journal and then kind of move on and then reflect later on because if I... If I just let that stew during the day, I'm going to go nuts. Um, and it's interesting how vivid you, your dream was, and then you gave it a chance. And you, you went into the uh, to the living room, and you're like, you know what? Let me take a picture. And uh, I, I think you were – were you thinking, what is this party they're talking about? Should I just take a picture and see what they're talking about? And you're just open-minded enough to just take a photo, and then you just yeah. probably saw a lot of orbs and stuff. You're like, this it was, is cool. Yeah. Everyone saying hi and sort of like a congratulations for getting over the next little hurdle. And there's a lot of like if I was a deer in 70 million headlights back in 2010, 2011, 2012, now it's 69.5 million headlights. Like I'm still learning, (laughs) having experiences all the time, still freaking out just as much as the next person. I had two sprinkler guys who came in. They're young. I helped them individually. They met a couple angels, Geronimo, Native American chiefs. They saw Audrey Hepburn, angel. Um, And then they did it together. But one of them was super young, like maybe 22, 23. And he was like, he is like me. His reaction to just seeing energy, that's consciousness, your auras, the force from Star Wars, you know, chakras, whatever you want to call it, light flowing between your fingers. Um, His reaction was to jump up and down in my driveway. And that's how I react to everything is I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding? And then (laughs) guess what happens two weeks later, you're over it. And so it's like driving. If if the audience wants to think about when they were excited about learning how to drive, they had an older brother or sister. They were like four years of thinking about it. They snuck in a couple drive. You know, the parents were cool. They let them just practice in the driveway. You go get your license. What do you do? Or your permit? You call everybody up. You jingle the keys. You let everybody know you're going for a ride. How long does that last? Look at a typical road anywhere in America, L.A., 6 million people on the road. There's maybe 10 appreciating driving when they're stuck in a standstill situation. Four are looking up and looking at the Falcon or Condor and saying, wow, life is great. There's millions who are lost in, I'm stuck in traffic. I hate L.A. I'm blaming you know, the highway administration for this situation. Right. And so – it's where you're going to put yourself, where you put your focus. If I've, again, a couple thousand folks, and if each person can get any answers to any questions, I use Word documents. You know, I don't see your questions or answers, but uh, let's back up. Three-day event in July, still this year, 2022, at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. People got to not just get answers but see collectively. Um, but each person got over 300 answers. So, and so they got yeah. answers from? Angels hearing a voice yeah they used photos you look at a photo ask a question get an answer get a hug um but once you're over the photos you don't have to have photos of angels you can use no photos you can see full on with your own eyes there's no one way to do it what do you think half your intuition's been your whole life if it's the good intuition not hey let's steal that car and go 120 miles an hour then i'm suggesting it has to be your voice though and it has to be you thinking it's you otherwise you'd freak out 
what are your thoughts on you know the cartoons where you have the dark angel and the light angel yeah. on your shoulders like what are your thoughts on that there's negativity comic? out there i've seen negativity i try not to talk about it too much um again where you put your focus is where you put your sure. focus but let's say this there are going to be times that you find yourself sort of out of character you could have been in a big crowd, touched a lot of people, or been subjected to some sort of, a, we'll call it like a PTSD sort mm. of, I, I'm not a big fan of the word triggered, but you could have just had an interaction that you didn't realize some energy transferred. And I, I'm still learning this because you can have some heavier thoughts that it's really hard for you to pull the nose of the plane up and be like, step back and have the awareness to say, mm. oh, that's not actually how, I just had two great days in a row why am I having these thoughts? That takes a really strong character to call a timeout and to go, whoa, you might have to sage your home. You might have to go take a shower. You might have to do, there's so many cultures and there's so many sacred ways or special ways that people handle their own flows of energy, but it's time to clean house. The, it's the Greeks, yeah, Greece, Santorini, they paint every spring their house white. That's actually mm. a cleansing thing. There's Japanese, the Tories, the Shin Shinto, uh, mm. If I said it right, I forgot. Uh, the shrines. I had a Japanese tori in my backyard two houses ago, and it's it's decombobulated in my garage. I haven't gotten permission to put it up in the backyard yet. Um, but you walk through those, they cleanse you. Um, sage wow. smoke. I blow sage, and I can do that for you right now if you wish. Sure, let's do sure. sage. So I've done this on a lot of shows this year, but I do it for individuals, and I just take a feather, red-tailed hawk feather, and for the audience, I'm holding up a rainbow shell. I think it's called abalone um but i've got a crate and barrel blue tea light to protect the shell i've got some juniper ridge sage in there that you get from whole foods i'm not juniper sponsored ridge. or affiliated with that company but boy do they have good quality everything incense and those bundles of sage you can get it on amazon juniper ridge i'm lighting it right now you can see the flame so for the audience um it's on my youtube channel as well but just give yourself permission to let go you're going to smell with your heart your heart knows what to do. This is the Zen thing, smelling, catching the scent without catching the scent. It's all energy. Some people taste it with their mouths to so leave your mouth one millimeter open. My only rule for meeting angels, getting answers, seeing angels, anything, seeing Uncle Joe or your mom if she's passed over, I have one rule, one bit of structure. It's like a Boy Scout pledge. Just silently in your heart, ask angels to make it nice. Get you out of your head, into your heart, and own it. If you're Catholic, say amen. If you're from India, Om Sairam. Thank you works if we don't even know what we are. But just be like, hey, angels, get me out of my head, into my heart, make this nice. Amen, rock and roll. Thank you. And now ask for the sage to be brought through two computer screens. Podcast hosts, show hosts in Australia, New Zealand, Germany, Canada, U.S. have done this. You've already done this. So are you already getting the sage? Now look how linear we are. We think only about trying to smell it or to catch the scent. Now, since this is energy and it's pure love, I'm getting goosebumps all over my arms. Ask angels to spread it around your house or your apartment or your place. Sweet. Or you have a sore muscle in the left leg. Ask for it to go there and get a whoosh. Well, go yeah, for I bigger. Have tight calves right now. And, yeah, and also, so, if, if anybody got lost a little, um, just to kind of bring you into center, right now Michael is literally working to put the essence of sage through whether it be the audio and maybe you're in your, your car, you're, you might smell it in your car. Or if you're at home doing errands, you might start smelling um, sage. And if you've never smelled it before, it just might be a new smell for you. And if it's, if it's a familiar smell, the more the better, right? And we did this the other day. And I think uh, it worked with something else. I was, I was stressed. So if you're stressed, <laughs> it, it is not going to work. So try to like, 
um, know that you got to welcome it in and you got to relax and do the best you can, like like Michael was saying. But Think yeah, this about is your cooking chance in to, the uh, kitchen. Some smoke. of us, yeah, some of us only do salads or meats, or we only do we only have a certain small repertoire. Other people are chefs, and so whenever you let go to cook and you do a good job, you're not beating yourself up. Everyone in the other room's waiting for your amazing dish, or you're an athletic person, or a dancer, or a singer. Whatever you do to let go to flow that energy through your heart, so others can feel it, and you're doing love essentially. I don't care what it is, trapeze act. But that's what this is. You have to get to your heart. If you need one of those metaphors, going for a walk with your dog and you love it. It's not a task. Um, get there. Give yourself a break. Ask your higher self. You have a soul. Um, you can see your soul in the blue sky as sort of aurora borealis. That's a lot for people to take in. Um, but ask your higher self. Ask angels. Ask the universe if you want to put it that way. But still include angels if you don't mind. Um, I've got photos of them. People have been doing this for 10 years, 2,000 folks collectively, and some big name you know, authors and professors and so on. Um, but ask them to make it nice. Ask them to do the work. If you want to be a good American, if you're American listening to this versus abroad, Americans love this expression. Let them do their jobs. Let mm. angels do their jobs. Because then you go, oh, that makes sense. I shouldn't be trying. I'm blocking <laughs> by being up in my brain and thinking about this. Actually, if you have to put your hand on your heart, do it. And I'll do one thing, John. If you want to ask angels, I'll put one photo up. It's joy. It's the one you'll see in the video flying by above my head later as white light. There's joy, the emotion joy, the very first angel people meet. John, look at her and just ask her to hold your space. You're a ball of light. Ask her to come in. See if you can catch, breathe through your mouth just a little. Ask if you can catch Hawaii, just the scent of the ocean, something exotic that you don't get access to right now. If you're catching a little bit of it, just nod. But ask for something, floral, ocean, both. Why not go for one plus one equals 11? I'm going to do floral. Catch yeah, ask for some, you know, wisteria, honeysuckle, whatever. I don't know my floral, even though I grow flowers, shoot them. But um, ask for whatever you'll allow for. Catch it. But I'm going to blow. I'm going to blow into the microphone and see if you catch a little bit of wind or sparkle in your nose. It'll be angels. I've used scope and I've got, I brushed my teeth this morning. But just, I'm going to blow through the microphone and see what you can feel just on your nose and your face. And same thing for the audience members. Like, just allow. Let go. Your heart already knows what to do and it's really big. See if you catch a little energy on your nose. I'll do it one more time. And that's I something that, people uh, can repeat uh, on their own. Did you get a little touch? I didn't get a, a touch. It felt like, um, how, what do you call it? When you are outside and you have like the, the chill of the nose, but it wasn't Exactly. Like that's cold sparkles. Yeah, like a little bit like that. Yeah, that's and, fine. And, I, and then uh, honeysuckle. Um, the this because I'm more of a color, and then the color kind of helped me with it. it. It definitely was more. We spent a lot, a long time last time, and I. I it, the freakiest thing is I smelt flowers and like, like this is last time, right? Yes. Yeah. And this time I was, I, I got, uh, I honed in on the honeysuckle. So I smelt a little bit of honey. I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally in a, uh, and that's a smell that's more recent that I yep. can grasp onto because of it's been cold. My wife had, had a sore throat. And so I've just been dealing with a lot of honey lately and tea. And so that, that memory was able to come in and really be, um, be strong. And, and I'm also in an office where my wife makes candles and I'm trying to battle the scents that have been lingering a little bit it, it doesn't smell like the candles sure um so i'm thinking of something that we don't have that i would smell 
So let's let's with. go practical and tactical. Like people can get any answers to any questions, and I want to get to healing in a second, which is just mm. letting your hugs, which is energy, it's love, be more than just what it is. I mean, love. Um, but you can get any answers to any questions: career, business, what to do next, big little questions. Where should I go for a new cup of tea somewhere? Should I have a cup of tea? What's next? Is if you only asked one question for the rest of your life to your cheerleading squad, is hey, what should I do next? You may hear grab a beer, put your feet up, go for a and run. You're- and your cheerleading squad is your soul group and your group of angels following you around, right? Yeah, you've got angels, you've got spirit guides, if you want to put it that way. You've got relatives um, who are passed over. Nobody who died yesterday in an FBI shootout trying to rob a bank. They need time to reconcile. Um, but you have an invisible cheerleading squad. And you know specific. whether you, yeah, whether you accept it in the next 20 years or on your last breath, you start to figure out, hey, life was bigger than I ever allowed for, and there's more love in and around me, and oh my God, everything's so beautiful. It would be like Last Samurai, and the samurai who dies at the end who says that every cherry blossom's beautiful. I don't know if anyone saw that Tom Cruise movie, but it is the most prophetic and absolutely relevant movie quote. He looks up at the cherry blossom trees and notices that it's all perfection, that the moment itself is the occasion. So this is Tibetan Buddhism. This is Zen. This is the India stuff. This is the Native American. You can meet plenty of Native American chiefs. Um, you ask for a hug from an angel. You leave your eyes on the photo. Let joy do her job. Feel a little goosebump. There's one million ways to get a hug. Uh, it could be a whoosh down the back. I mean, the tummy, breathe through your mouth. Everyone shuts their mouth to block subconsciously, and i got to remind everybody in an hour. Even Eckhart Tolle or Byron Katie or Tony Robbins himself would shut their mouth subconsciously. I do it. You do it. It's welcome to being human. So leave your eyes on the photo. For the audience that's listening, only go to my website. There's Audrey Hepburn on the front page, Geronimo, Saibaba, and a silhouette of an angel named Min, like Minnesota, Lakota Sioux word for water. Any of those photos will work. Ask for a hug. Get a hug. A million ways to get a hug. And the brain will be like, oh, I don't think I just got that bump. And the heart's like, oh, my God, I just got a goose bump on my right arm or a whoosh or an energy bump or, you know, yummy in the tummy. So this is a lot to take in, but there's no limits. Mm -hmm. And you knew it as a kid. And you kind of – I don't know if I felt the tap on my forehead. That was weird. Ah, see, and that, but this is a great introduction to your ego because the ego will try like a firefighter to put the fire out. And the fire is just your heart showing up saying, hey, I'm here 24-7. You just have to get me off the bench and make me the quarterback. And that is the first step for everyone. It could happen when you're 57. It happened when you were 8. It happened for Bethany Hamilton getting her arm bitten off by the shark, that professional surfer, her story. Mm -hmm. Fantastic book, Soul Surfer, the movie. Just watch that. It happened for Dan Millman and Peaceful Warrior. Great movie. Nick Nolte. It's a Zen story, karate kid-like, but gymnastics. Totally a safe film. Amy Smart's in it. Um, check that one out. So beautiful for letting go of what you think you know in rigidity and all the structure that holds you back, makes you miserable. It's the suffering that Buddhists talk about. But your heart knows no limits. It's love itself. You're fully connected. This is the shocker. There is nothing to learn here. Like you might think, well, I have to go get a course from so-and-so or go to this institute or it's going to take me forever. You can immediately start hearing, feeling, and seeing. And guess what? You're doing it in an encapsulated kind of like one of those coverings on wire. What's that called? The covering. You're doing it in a very limited fashion because your ego's like, hey, I don't want the jig to be up. It's got a it's got a clipboard and pen. And even if you met angels, saw angels, and got your answers today, it might try to shut you down five days from now. So you're like, either it didn't happen or, okay, but we won't do that again for a year because we got this problem over here. We got this worry. It's fear, stress, reacting, worry, judging to the preclusion Taking of- over. 
Yeah, and it's knowing uh, to the preclusion of possibility, which is how we all roll. The Jets are the best, or the scientific community. <laughs> it's absolutely this way. Wait a week, there's a new discovery, and everything changes. And, so, yeah. oh, I was going to say, um, do, do you want to jump into that video? I, I'm like, oh, shoot, yeah, we're like sure. 35 minutes in. Let's, let's go to that video. Yeah. I'm sure people are waiting. I was just trying to make – I hadn't taped anything that was really long for a while, and I'm using a MacBook Pro yesterday. And I got 50 minutes in, the MacBook Pro stops, and I taped another 36 minutes. So it's on my YouTube channel. And I went ahead and pulled a minute and 19-second clip, and then I made a 43-second clip. Find the 43-second clip. It's all over my social media too, Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. But in the first two seconds of the 40-second clip, you'll see just by the chandelier or the light in the center, the four lights, you'll see something come underneath and go above my head, a white light. That's Joy the Angel. Yeah, and I freaked out, but kept talking. But it's on, yeah, yeah. it's on my YouTube. It'll be on your thing. You just saw a white light go over. In my mind's eye, as I was talking and recording, I thought it was down here, and it almost disrupted. You saw me pause. If, the, if it's the 44-second clip, I paused for a half second because I'm like, well, what did I just see? I did what everybody's going to do on any of these topics. Can you huh. really get all your answers? Australians are great at this. 49 pages, 9 hours is the record. I, don't, I just check in every two hours. You do your own listening. You're already doing your own listening. I want you to think Predator with uh, Schwarzenegger. There was that... Um, one figure in the special forces who was very like connected to the earth mm-hmm. had a cool necklace, Billy or something. He was connected to everything. He was sort of like your trailblazer pathfinder. Oh, the he movie could, Predator. Yeah, he could listen. And so it's like that scout out of any type of movie, old or new. He just was connected to everything and knew how to listen. And you would trust him to lead you through the jungle. Right. So that's what this is. You're doing that listening somehow, that scout thing. But you don't give yourself credit. If you're on Wall Street and it's job-related, you're a good salesperson. That's where you're using your skills. And if you're an athlete, you're doing it on the field or on the tennis court. If you're an artist, you're doing it with clay pots or whatever you do for art, painting or making candles. But what we don't give ourselves credit for, we compartmentalize. We don't realize that all moments can be the same, that Mm -hmm. our skill on one front is exactly – learning is learning. Opening is opening. Your heart – uh, someone said, I don't know if it's Buddha, Dan Millman, someone that when you learn to be in the moment, you master everything. And I think that yes. was Socrates out of Peaceful Warrior, the movie. He said that, but I think others have said that as well. You can meet that sock figure and, uh, again, buy all of Dan Millman's books, go to his seminars, but that's actually an angel people meet. Uh, so, again, on this particular person, I say buy his books, do his uh, – seminars but for everything else you don't really need any of that you can have a direct experience and kind of bypass that now angels you are more available the power yeah <laughs> you hold the force the force is within you or sean connery the quickening how about that no swords though you know i don't think i saw the quickening i have to it, I, i'm throwing a list of movies to watch yeah yeah well highlander's total violence i don't think that's gonna I, I everything's spiritual somehow <laughs> Okay, that's our that's our quote is uh, our clip our trailer is that Highlander is somehow spiritual. Let's do a class on that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a little yeah. love in there. Okay, see see the the light in the in the darkness for sure. It's gonna uh, feel I'm like actually... you're getting your head chopped off. I mean, letting go of what you know is tough. You're attached to a lot of stuff, and I think I'm touching on is it Buddhism? Your attachments are strong. I mean, you think, oh no no no, I'm this person in this suit or mm-hmm. this role. And so some of the bigger names out there who do this, um, I think I'm going to get a testimonial. I did a good job. Come back to them a week later, and they're like, nah, people who need you are going to find you. And bye-bye. 
Uh, and that, that happens all the time. I've gotten rejected 7,000 times, but I've had 3,000, 3,500 people have seen their energy this way, this way on their fingers. You see light between your fingers, a baby step, a kindergarten step. That's the first step for opening or the sages, the second step. And then mm-hmm. look at a photo, ask for a hug. Many people probably just did that. Um, ask a question, get an answer. First question I've always done for 10 years is, hey, Joy, what do I need to know in life right now? If you're right, like right. the dog that doesn't want to go for a walk, you're scared about the concept of just listening to an angel, you're going to hear, relax, let go, breathe. You got this. Yeah, if you're already running with the ball. Last time. Yeah, if you're already running with the ball, though, because you're that person who's got, you're kind of like, there's a pool, I'm jumping in. You know, I'm the guy who waits an hour. Um, those people are like, yeah, no, no, no. What am I doing next Saturday? I didn't know where to hold the event. Is it going to be here, here? I mean, they're already off to the races getting their checklist done. So you're saying the the steps on helping people wake up to this world beyond, right? Seeing the force. The first thing you focus on is seeing the energy. Is that the easiest thing to see, like seeing the energy? Yeah. And so here's a totally dumb, one-dimensional, very American, easy. It's a pick later. Do you see white, yellow, gold? Um, pick a, pick a, I'm probably skipping some color. Say what you see. That's great. Now ask an angel to come in. For those who are actually intuitive or are like, oh, no, I'm really artistic and I'm digging the way he's vibing out right now. I feel it. I smelled some sage. <laughs> then um, skip me. Just ask Joy to add an extra color. You'll see pink around the lighter. And lighters we know are not pink or purple or fuchsia or colors beyond the human definition. So ask for a little extra light around the flame. Some people will get that. And then let's go one further extrapolate out. I'll hold my finger up and go on an old bodyboarding trip, try to raise my vibe. Let me breathe for two seconds. My finger will be the Bic lighter and look above my finger and see if you can see a little bit of light. And the good news is my finger is on screen. A lot of times I'm over here. Okay, (laughs) so uh, look up here and see if you can catch a little bit of light. Now, this is something that a lot of people do and it saves me the 10 minutes or five minutes to do it this way between my fingers or this way mm. in India. You see a flow of light. Watch Celestine Prophecy. I think it's this way. Um, you'll see a flow of light, like two elevators Celestine in New York. Celestine Prophecy, is that a movie? It's a movie. It's got the guy from Band of Brothers in it, the really cool Lieutenant First, the badass who ran between the tiger tanks. Um, it's got uh, the NCIS actor in it. It's got uh, the Miami Vice original TV series from the 80s, the police chief, Edward James Olmos in it. Jürgen, so, somebody from Germany who was in Das Boot. Um, it's a lot of famous people running around the jungles of Columbia. There's gorillas, but it's a spiritual movie and about awakening. And so it's a lot ooh. that way. Um, I can't really speak to James, James Redfield's work. Absolutely do his books now that I brought him up. Um, but the movie shows you that. And you, in India, they do it this way, so you don't have to have your fingers any which way. You can just do your hand like you're looking at a diamond ring if you're a woman. Um, you can see light. Pick a good background. Blue sky is the best. Shut off TV is second. The gray or a black sweatshirt will make your colors pop. But you see white, green, yellow, purple, fuchsia, pink. If it's clear, wow. that's fine. Um, if it's gray ever, it's like a blanket covering the color. You're still resisting thinking a little. You're like, I'm not sure what I'm doing here. <laughs> Give yourself a break. Talk to yourself. Breathe a little. Stretch a little. The blanket comes off and it's pink or purple or whatever. But what's cool is if the wife does it on her own, you each put a finger out your half the glow stick, you'll see the flow between you. And if I started mm. backing you up, obviously— At nighttime you talk, when it's dark, nah, it'll glow. Daytime outside's fine. Walmart targets fine. Uh, football field's <laughs> fine. I'm not kidding. Uh, if you did this, you'd feel each other's energy. That's the dumb—like, that's what I was doing 10 years ago. Is like, hey, is my hand working? Um, yeah. You know, over a candle, do I have any ability to feel? And I was like, oh, yeah, there's heat. I almost burned my hand. Um, within a couple of weeks, I was giving myself a break and stopped doing it from up here. 
and started actually listening with my hand, the Zen thing, feeling without mm. feeling, seeing without seeing. You're one with all, one with the soccer ball, Pele. Tip, tip of the hat to him. Um, the point is, though, now do your energy just feeling the heat. You know you could feel it probably at two inches. Could you feel the heat at five inches? Could you step back to each side of a target, a football field away, and feel the heat, not seeing the energy yet? The answer is yes. You just step back and let your brain allow for another four feet back till you're all the way 80 yards apart. You're feeling the energy. Then switch it to seeing the energy. Get back together again. See the flow this way if you need to first. Each of you sticks a finger out. Then see the flow the whole way out. And then the worst part of this is for shocking the realities and senses of everyone listening is ask an angel to make a butterfly in the middle of the light stream. Make a butterfly. Butterfly or a running horse or a flower float. A butterfly floats around the room. I try to make sure at the end of a session people cup their hands and they get given a gift by the cheerleading squad of a lotus flower made out of multiple colors or a hummingbird or a horse or a rose or whatever. If it's meant to fly, I say don't bring it into your heart for a hug. You know, try to enjoy it for at least four seconds. Ride that bull for as long as possible. You're, you're like, holy cow, what am I saying? It's interdimensional light. It's angelic. It's That's universal nuts. love. Yeah, and you, if you get a hummingbird, it'll fly around the room like so a Disney movie. So it'll kind of look holographic in a sense mm. where it's semi-see-through with light and stuff? We're going to try to grasp it. I'll just say it seems as real as you need it to be. I've got a wonderful <laughs> podcast host who's had me on twice, having me on a third time, just had us out to Hawaii she doesn't just get real feathers, which you hear about. People get feathers. She got a feather, a real feather. She's getting a massage. I think this is up in Washington State. The masseuse is like, hey, I just found a feather in your stacked clothes. That's a <laughs> real feather. So ask for feathers. If you need a baby step, Random you're like, feathers. I'm not really ready to let go, but I know angels exist, but I'm scared and I want to take my time. Ask for a feather to come across your path or an owl or the usual, you know, something beautiful. A hummingbird comes up to your window and says, hi. Um, but you can have it in light energy form or electricity, whatever this is, universal love, universal light. Angels could can I, do anything. Get I a little feather like coming a, down. Like a $100 bill to just start appearing <laughs> in different places. Yeah. <laughs> they're, and they keep they're supporting pop, me. They're jumping in your wallet. Exactly. We should, we should try to figure again. that out. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And then, well, I wonder if if that that person like she as she's doing her day like there's some bird with like missing feathers and he's just like what is going on? Meanwhile, it's like you know but that's me joking around, but like you know like does it materialize? Is it the she embodies somehow? she embodies love and joy. She's one of very sparkly sparkly person, just super nice. Um, and so it's tailored to you. It's not meant to freak you out so you run out of the room and you never want to even open your eyes again or leave your bed sheets. You know. Hiding underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. It's why. Um, it's why taking. It's why opening the door this much. Mm. Maybe before bed, be like, "Hey, angels, I know you can hear me. I just watched the show. Just trust that angels exist. Your answers will come. Maybe you'll get some dream time lessons to feel more comfortable. Maybe some pop-ins during the week. Little things that happen. A truck with the logo that makes you laugh. You were just talking about let go, and it says let go. Mm-hmm. You know, let us move you, and it's a furniture truck. But you can have angels. Let's let's just shock the audience a final little bit. Okay, you one body, final have, shock. Yeah, angels show up in full-on human form, all the way human. Not just seeing them in your backyard, kind of materialize in like 1960s Star Trek transporter, but full-on as humans. I, I think I mentioned uh, on your 
when we talked about the show, mm-hmm. I was leaving a crystal shop to sound so cliche in like 2010, <laughs> 11. It's January. It's Austin, Texas. It's so warm. It's San Diego meets Florida. Great weather. So it's I a really warm 70 degree day with the best feeling in the air. I'm walking slow Austin style, not New York City where I'm speed walking. I'm walking slow Austin. You're taking your time. Yeah, I'm taking my time, and I'm going through the parking lot. My car's across the street at Castle Hill Fitness, if I got it right. I got to get through a traffic light. I look over to the left, and I see a guy neck down in scrubs, but from the neck up, he looks like Dave Matthews. He's got more facial hair, perfectly manicured. His eyes make contact with mine, and he does that rolling of the eyes that a charismatic fellow who's older will do. And I completely, it was like a thunderbolt of light through me. I freaked out. I felt everything. I went to a New York City walk immediately. And beeline straight to that light, and there's those crosswalk, big, thick buttons, metal. I'm pounding that thing 30 times. He ends up standing next to me. It's an angel named Dale who coached a famous gymnast who won a lot of golds. He's from really far out, but he's really down-to-earth endearing. If you don't know who the actor Greg Kinnear is, think of him as him. Then George Clooney will work, but Greg Kinnear is what his choice was. Here's that photo. There's a face in there. I'll see if I can tilt it a little. Um... Really nice guy. Good advice. Great for runners. Great for sports. Great coach for anything. Business, life, letting go. Just allowing for the concept. So here, I never talked to him. I wasn't supposed to. Mm. I could barely make eye contact. My whole body felt like I was getting sizzled. It was just one of those (laughs) pop-ins. And you can... I've had people who have done the session who have asked for it and gotten an interaction with what they think was an angel in human form. You know, sparkly eyes, you're still talking about it three weeks later. The person was just beyond anything you know how to put a pin the tail on the donkey on that's nuts yeah so if you run into somebody and they have sparkly eyes like um oh mortal Kombat, where you have the uh raiden I mean, that's I, beyond I, my purview i don't uh, i didn't do mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, but here's the one thing set your intent and I, it doesn't have to be angels it doesn't have to be anything we've talked about set your intent and keep repeating it that's what i think they call a mantra in india but it doesn't have to be angels can give you a mantra Native American chiefs can give you a mantra. Thich Nhat right. Hanh, Chogyam Trungpa. Your mom, if she's passed over, could give you the mantra. I mean, anyone could give you a good mantra. I, I love getting away from human teachers. My setup is you almost kick me out of the way. I help. I point you in the right direction. I try not to feed you any answers. Mm. I try to make sure it's like a dad teaching the bike riding stuff. Um, there are dads who hog the bike for the whole hour and they're on it the whole time and the kid never touched the bike. That's huh. not what we do here. This isn't the 1930s woo-woo-woo psychic. I'm going to tell you anything. Even if I get stuff, I try to file it away and just be like more gentle. If the person's more in a severe situation, then you know what are you going to tell them? Are they going to trust a human telling them anything? Probably not. But an angel knows just the way to say it. And I'll say it this way. You've got a certain way you roll with your value system. Think Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Robert Persig, who's passed over. Um, he talks about the values, the, the 40 trillion ways of thinking. This, but not this. Blah, blah, blah. Angels know all this, and they know the seven ways to say something, so you might actually agree. Or be like, oh, mm. wow. And they mm. also know how to say it the two ways. That you not just agree, but your energy picks up, your vibe picks up, your heart soars and leaps. And you go, oh, my God absolutely i'm ready to go pound the table and you get fired up so you have no privacy you're not getting judged so you have all the privacy in the world if you need to think of it that way yeah but you're also hearing it just the way that reaches you 
And do we have time for one more quick backstory back into 1970 when I'm two? So I wouldn't have backstory. any memory of this. Let's go. Yeah. My, my mom, unfortunately, had that classic Hollywood film scene where the military sedan rolls up. Two guys get out and have to break the news. My dad's dead. Mm. Um, Navy off, off of Naples. Nobody recovered. An F-4 Phantom jet went down with a commander. Black Aces off the USS Roosevelt. Um, it was his time to go. He knew he was going to go early and said so. Six foot one tall guy. Hundreds of people have met my mom and dad. A neighbor hears of this and brings three paintings, drawings, sketches from a famous artist, Jack Davis. He did the Mad Magazine cover of Alfred E. Newman. So everybody knows his art because before computers were invented, he did 17,000 drawings. There's Dull Knife. 17,000. Yeah, there's Dull Knife. There's Red Shirt, the gentlest. Uh, Dull Knife's wisdom with some humor. There's Red Shirt, another chief, Lakota Sioux. Um, gentlest mom in the world, compassion, 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 barely does humor. And then Geronimo. Everyone knows the name Geronimo. Apache mm -hmm. shaman, warrior, fierce. He's action, 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 dry wit, humor. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have met him. In fact, if there's angels, Archangel Michael, Raphael, Raphael Audrey Hepburn, Joy, Charlotte Min, all these others, you can look at photos of angels on my website. Um, he's actually steals the show. He's top three, if not number one. He's like a Zen master. And he is so much fun. The first two are formal, proper, yes, no. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, nah, duh. He'll curse. He's cursed twice in the last week. I always think I'm out of business. <laughs> um, but he's very direct, and he has your best interest at heart. And I'll so show your, your yeah. mom. Um, that your father passed, and she had the whole, you know, knock. That's when the neighbor came and was like, here, here's some photos of beautiful beings. And she didn't say it that way, but she gave it to her, and it was for protection. And okay. they hung over my bed as a kid, teenager, not as an adult. They were in my office. Since so your then. mom was into it. Like, she, she believed it. She didn't know. If she no knew, idea. she never spoke it out loud. And so they just were accepted. They went over my bed, and they were protection. And I think there were a couple of adults. If You, you can ask angels directly about this. I don't mind my business being explored. But there are a couple of adults who accidentally talked to those pictures, Here's Geronimo when he's older, and that's a very penetrating look. So you can freeze this or go to my website, but do your putting your hand out, feel the vibe. Ask for a hug, ask for an answer, and you'll hear, you, duh, you already know the answer. And my nice. point on this is, here's a war story. Picture 2010, I'm having a dinner party. I tried playing psychic for three weeks. So I'm spending my energy. I have no concept of boundaries. I'm trying to answer your questions for you, and I'm blown out. I got a dinner party. I'm not going to cancel it, but I know a woman's going to ask me a question. She shows up. She asked me a question in front of everybody. I think most of the crowd was older musicians, husbands of musicians, the old, old Austin music crowd, the people who tour with uh, Clapton or whatever, real musicians. So they're Woodstock. So by the way, they're the ones, if they're in the audience that could just accept all this, get going, hit the ground running at 100 miles an hour. I'm the one two years later that I'm like, Wait, what are you talking about? These guys exist? I mean, I'm slow. Yeah. So she asked me the question, but I heard a little voice say, punt, send her up to one of the four bedrooms where the chiefs were on the wall, have her ask her questions. Now, I've not taken any photos. I haven't met any angels. I haven't met Plato. No fairies, nothing. Okay, I've only been trying to be a 1920s psychic. I hear a little voice that says, send her up to the bedroom. Make sure she asks her questions to the chief. Don't come back till you get everything you need. I tell her that in front of everyone. No one blinks. They're eating the meal. She's gone. She goes up the stairs. She's gone for 45 minutes. No one blinks. They're like, okay, no. it's going to be weird. Yeah, it's yeah. somehow it's, uh, it's totally cool. She's gone for 45 <laughs> minutes. She comes back. She's got a different air about her, really relaxed, smiling. She goes, those guys are great. And I hid my 
reaction, which is my jaw dropping. Cause one, those pictures have been over my bed my whole life. Two, I haven't done that yet. Three, I'm like, whoa, what are you so talking wait, about? So who's this woman? So you were at an event? I'm, no, I'm at my own party at my own You're, house, a dinner party. Oh, yeah. and, and so she comes as a guest. She asks the, she's a guest. Uh, I know who she is in oh, society, okay. but I, uh, I don't remember who it is now anymore. It's so okay. many years ago. But she asked me a question that a psychic would answer on the spot, and I got nothing mm. left, nothing oh, in so the gas tank. she put you on the spot. She put me on the spot, and I had already heard, hey, punt, because I have no boundaries. I mean, um, I hadn't learned boundaries. I'd spent all my energy. To, Sorry. I heard to, yeah, to, to pivot, punt. not answer her question, uh, and see. send okay. her up to the bedroom yeah. to get her yeah. own answers. And that's what kick-started this whole thing. So it was really, it's as big as... The angel light coming across yesterday. That was a nice way to round out 2022. Um, but so she's gone for a long time and she just took it at face value. She went and asked the questions. She heard mm -hmm. distinct personalities. She got great answers, wrote her answers down. She was gone forever, 45 minutes, came back. She's not like an intuitive. She, she might have been. I, I think a lot of people are all artists, all musicians, all athletes for have her to some be sort of open. Cool. But like. Austin, Texas is like that. It's a little bit like Venice Beach or a little bit like name those other like Woodstock or some mm -hmm. of those other classic spiritual communities, um, Sedona. Um, okay. so, um, so, yeah, she comes back and I hid my reaction, which was typical American, jaw dropping. But I did do a post-it note to self. I was like, Mike, I got to learn about these guys. And then my friends took to it like ducks to water. They're chatting away right away. And I'm still six <laughs> months later like – I didn't know that's the real dull night for a church, Geronimo. I mean, I'm slow. But once I learn it, I teach it fast. So you don't need uh, drawings. You can use historical photos. You can go to my social media. They're all over the place. Find a way for you to decide that you're comfortable. Who's doing that deciding, by the way? It's your ego, the clipboard. It's the one that prevents you from finding immediate happiness in the exact moment right now. There's so many limits. There's millions of ways you can't and you are lacking and you're not whole right now. So I'll give you and leave you with one last quote from my little listening to Angel's books book that's 4.99 written by Angels on Amazon. It's you can be happy now in this very moment without a single reason in the world. And that challenges everything all of this the 40 trillion thought forms knows. And yet okay. you know that's true. Take a breath, smile. There's a million ways into your heart to be one with all. Flower, sunset, have a cup of tea, put your feet up, hug your dog, take a hot shower, sing, put music on for the first time in three weeks, vibe out, do chubby checker Elvis Presley and just something to let go. So there's an invisible, like almost like you're wearing a helmet backwards and you don't know you're wearing it backwards. <laughs> you're it's, backwards. it's the jail cell with the door open. It's Plato's cave. And it's mm, a legit mm -hmm. metaphor because everyone's holding the bars on the window, looking out and saying, I wish I could be over there. I, it's a surfer. That other break, if I just paddle over, the surfing's better over there. Right, and every time you right. get over there, you're like, why did I leave the first place? Oh, my God. Why did I just paddle over? Yeah. So the door's open. If you would just look back, if you would just trust your heart, if you would just you know, look at uh, Elon Musk's latest tweet, you know, it's the whole matrix thing. I think that's way extreme. This is so gentle. Welcome to being human, the human condition. We've talked about this for thousands of years. Cool. I hope everybody was able to absorb <laughs> your, your presence with lots of energy and lots of stories. Um, and also the, um, I'm going to work to get that video clarity and make it nice nice so that people can experience that because that was really really, really freaky um really cool um so as we close out is there anything um 
or or more so, where can people find you? I will put it in the show notes, but where you know, for the people that are listening, where can they find you if they have questions sure. and want to know a little bit more? Sure. It's just my full name. It's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Andre like the champagne, Ford like the car or truck, michaelandreford.com. I've got links to everything there. There's a little book written by angels, less than $5, um, very short, very easy, seven photographs of angels in there. My website's got photographs of angels, um, 90 plus testimonials all over the world, um, some decently famous folks. And so uh, I really feel like uh, this isn't about me or worrying about credibility. This is really what will you put into it? What will you allow for? And even if we didn't talk angels, let's leave it with that for 2023. What will you allow for? We think in, we we look down at our shoes if we need a metaphor for thinking that we're stuck looking down. Look up, go flip the pancake. Look, be more positive. What will you allow for? And make a list and watch how limited that is. You're not even used to having no limits or getting any answers to any questions, getting hugs that can become healing, seeing universal light around you or seeing angels who are just here to help or Uncle Martha, uh, not Uncle Martha, Aunt Martha. Um, But you get the idea. There's so much support around you, so much love that you would have to just slow down in your mind Ferrari long enough to park it, to get into your heart, to be like, oh my God, yeah. But you have those moments. It doesn't have to be the vacation in Hawaii or being in a hospital bed going, what just happened? To Mm go, whoa, full stop. You can invite more, practice more. 7% less thinking a week is what Angel said is the gold medal Olympic standard for all of us. There's no letting go of thinking. It's just not in the cards for humans in the next decade. Well, being conscious of slowing down and giving your chance to have those quiet moments is, is huge and key. And I can only hope or wish, for the, uh, wish that for more people, for sure. Yes. i picked up my microphone tilted my head and tried to make a flourish of saying yes slowly for those who are driving around and stuff yeah let those people cut you off they have no idea what's going on we don't have all the answers um and be in the moment and you'll be surprised what you can uh you fried me over here i got a huge whoosh of uh it's compassion too and with, with everyone's permission, if we have time for a quote or two, um, here's one that's just a regular quote, but I still love it. In American society, we think something is happening when there's talking. In Native American tribes, something's happening when there's silence. Positivity is abundance, another food for thought. Um, but then let's do compassion. Uh, Mother Teresa, when she was not alive, on the other side, across the veil, said, I think that she said this, uh, compassion is not dependent on any one person's happiness. And I think when she was alive, she said, if you judge people, you have no time to love them. So it's an mm. either or. And Wayne mm-hmm. Dyer, I think a lot of people on your, sh- your listeners will know Wayne Dyer's name, even though he's passed over. Um, you can't take a hot shower and be upset at the same time. This <laughs> is a either or. Learn your flows yeah. And learn how to stick your elbows out instead of it being your physical apartment or house and living more in it. It's your mind house versus your heart house. Learn how to be in your heart more and be like, holy cow, that's an external. I have a choice which way I'm flowing my energy. We're not even talking angels. This is what you talk about with all the other guests. And this is what you espouse and why you're so much fun as a talk show host, we'll say, uh, in the years, decades coming ahead. I appreciate that. And uh, a lot to unpack, right? So thanks again for coming on. Oh, yeah. Lots of energy. 
um, it's going to be fun uh, looking back at this and 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 seeing all the experiences and um, you know for for those in the audience um, that wanted to kind of share like hey I you had an experience feel free to to email me newagehumanpodcast at protonmail.com send me your uh, experiences even on the newagehuman.com site there's a link for you to record five minutes worth of anything you want to share especially if you were watching or listening and you got something out of it um it i don't want to say triggered but it it, it, (laughs) (laughs) it's such an easy word to say it It is it it inspired something inside of you to share let's say a good experience whatever you were in traffic you heard this and you're like all right i let me relax let me not go 100 miles an hour and chase down the person that cut me off let me just let them go you know (laughs) yeah um, why blank 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 when you can enjoy the ride and all the blank 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 is the ego stress reacting fear worry knowing exactly all right 